Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 5 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is part of a series we call Stories of the New Testament, an appendage to a series of books written under the banner In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 6 examines Matthew Chapter 3, Hypocrisy, Part 2. In last week's podcast, we covered the first half of Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 through 15. In this podcast, we shall conclude chapter 23 as we continue Christ's commandments against hypocrisy. Woe unto you, ye blind guides, which say, Whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing, but whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he is a debtor. Ye fools and blind, For whether is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifieth the gold. And whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing. But whosoever sweareth by the gift that is upon it, he is guilty. Ye fools and blind, for whether is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. Whoso therefore shall swear by the altar, sweareth by it and by all things thereon. And whoso shall swear by the temple sweareth by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. And he that shall swear by heaven sweareth by the throne of God, and by him that sitteth thereon. Simply convert the image. To the Jews, the temple was the center of everything. It is, of course, based on the temple of Solomon, which has a long history of destruction and rebuilding. The history of the temple is the history of the Jews. The idea of a temple is thousands of years old. The Babylonians, the Egyptians, the Israelites, the Mayans, the Hindus, the Greeks, the Romans. Many civilizations had temples. Have you visited Las Vegas? Some sarcastically refer to the billion-dollar casinos as temples of chance. A temple is where you worship. Unlike a mere meeting house, a temple is the center of your life. It is where your soul resides. In America, the government has become our house of worship, the capital, our temple. From Washington, we are told what to think, what to believe, how to worship, how to speak, what to drive, how to cook our food, how to vote, how to treat others, how to teach our children, how to treat our neighbor, how to interpret events, how to use pronouns, how to determine sex, how to view the family, how to respect the rights of others what is good and what is evil. Now apply that to the scriptures in Matthew above. Think of the politicization of the Justice Department, the FBI and IRS, and all other powers of government. Think of the two-tiered justice system, one for liberals, another for conservatives. Think of the witch hunts that are going on as we speak. Can you not hear the Savior say, ye fools and blind? For whether is greater the power of office or the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Ye fools and blind, for whether is greater the entitlements or the rights guaranteed in our founding documents. 
But the analogy doesn't end. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. Ye blind guides, which strain at a gnat, and swallow a camel. To make comment on the above is to weaken it. However, just substitute taxes for tithes. And are we not so caught up in rights that our government has omitted the weightier matters of the law? Judgment, mercy, and faith? In fact, our government is attempting to censor Christianity to enforce political correctness. They hide documents that reveal truth and exaggerate flaws to enforce their own agenda. They call peaceful demonstrations acts of terrorism and terrorist acts peaceful demonstrations. Indeed, they strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Does anyone who is unbiased doubt that our present government is full of extortion and excess? Where did the $30 trillion debt come from? Do they not need to cleanse first that which is within government, that the outside may be clean also? The analogy continues. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanliness. Even so, ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. The system today is set up to protect itself. Those in office who say the right things are protected by the liberal press, protected by the social media, protected by the departments in government, protected by the liberal universities and schools, protected from the intimidation of those who dare speak the truth, protected by Congress and even by the Supreme Court. They should be investigating all appearances of wrongdoing. A separation of powers cannot continue under the tyranny of a collusion of voices. There are many strings, but one puppeteer controlling our government. But the analogy still doesn't end. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous, and say, If we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourselves, that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Fill ye up, then, the measure of your fathers. Again, translate the above into modern terms. Rather than prophets and the sepulchres of the righteous, think of our founding fathers. On the one hand, liberals use the words of our founding fathers when it supports their cause. On the other hand, they're destroying the monuments to Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and all of the patriots of the past. They're rewriting history to fit the narrative of today. They're destroying anyone who does not fit their ideals. They're also going after churches, particularly Christian churches, removing the Ten Commandments from our courthouses, removing in God we trust, one nation under God from our nation, from our halls of Congress, 
and replacing the Ten Commandments with the laws of political correctness. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can you escape the damnation of hell? Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them ye shall scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth, from the blood of the righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, son of Barachias, whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. Does that seem harsh? Just ask yourself what happens to the reputations of those politicians who go against the liberal agenda. How many of you have watched the Inquisition of Judge Kavanaugh? How many of you have followed the persecution of Donald Trump and all other conservatives? How many of you follow the money trail that reveals that many politicians are funded by those whose entire goal is to destroy America? In harmony with the above argument, Matthew 23 ends with a grave warning to our nation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stoneth them which are sent unto thee, How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. For I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Though it loses the elegance of language of the original, Nevertheless, let me couch it in modern language as it relates to the future of America. O America, America, you that kill the vision of our founding fathers and persecute them that teach their values, how often would I have united you under one flag, one constitution, one God, one law of liberty, one democratic republic, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your nation is left unto you desolate, for I say unto you, Ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. In less than forty years after Christ's prophecy, the temple was destroyed. Jerusalem fell, over a million Jews were killed, and the rest were scattered, destroying Israel as a nation. Today, we're following in the same path with open borders, a rigged justice system, an impossible debt, dependence upon foreign oil, destruction of history, weakening of our military, corruption of our Constitution and Bill of Rights, destruction of the family, destruction of law and order, disregard for rule of law, and blatant hypocrisy in high places. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.